Welcome to episode 172 of the Joy Living Podcast. I am coming back at you with a part two of what was started in episode 171. And these are 10 lessons that I have learned from watching my robot vacuum. And I covered the first five in episode 171. And if you haven't listened to that yet, you're welcome to stop here and go back and catch that. Or you can just listen to this one first and go back. They're not in any particular order. Hope you enjoy. Let's get to it. A wise person once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Well, fish, quit trying to climb trees while getting advice from well-intentioned monkeys. It's time to jump in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. I'm Joy, a professional organizer, mom of four, and fellow fish brain. If you're looking for a place to get understanding, encouragement, and ideas for your home that actually fit how your brain thinks, then I'm glad you're here. Let's ditch the type A advice and embrace what makes our brains and our homes unique. Together, we can have a joy-loving home. In episode 171, I was talking about how the idea of this whole podcast topic (laughs) came from watching how scattered the pattern on my carpet was that was left behind from the robot vac because it seems to make no rhyme or reason in how it goes across vacuuming a room. And you might not notice it if you have hardwoods or very small, like densely packed area rugs, but on a more plush carpet where you can really see its paths, it's very scattered. (laughs) And that's when I was like, I think my robot bag has ADHD in that sort of this idea of this was born. But there's some interesting lessons that I think we can apply to the way we tackle our home. And so that's why I wanted to have some fun and cover this. Knowing that in the last episode, I told you it's okay to be scattered. In this episode, one of the things I learned is that sometimes concentrated effort is helpful if you really want to see a big change. This happened because my robot vac got itself into our guest bedroom and it shut the door on itself (laughs) and therefore it spent the entire rest of its time staying just in a small guest bedroom. It made so many passes back and forth over this carpet that I could tell it had really hit every possible nook and cranny and every square inch of that room maybe passed over a few different times before it died stuck trying to get back out (laughs) in a path it could no longer find because it shut the door on itself. That is also true of our own ADHD brains. If we have done a little bit here and a little bit there because we keep getting distracted and we keep losing our focus and we keep running amok like the give a mouse a cookie reference I keep using we may never feel like we're actually seeing progress. So if we really need it, we need this lift, we need to feel like something is actually changing in our house, sometimes we might need some concentrated effort. I actually sort of forced this in our membership group during the month of September because we purposely kept revisiting the same spot with the same activity for the first 10 minutes of every time we would start our challenge. And we would start to notice the first 10 minutes didn't seem to make much of a difference. And the second 10 minutes didn't make much of a difference. But when you keep repeating it over and over 
across an entire month, which was part of the challenge before we did a new spot, suddenly we saw how much easier it was to tackle that spot the second time and then the third time and the 10th time we almost had nothing more to do and we could start doing a deeper clean or moving to a separate space. All of a sudden we're seeing this progress because we kept our concentration focused to one area just like the robot vac did in my home. I have a nice size square footage. So releasing a robot vac to do a little bit every day in that kind of square footage means not everywhere is getting hit every day. And because it seems so randomized, I don't know how often the same spot gets hit versus some spots barely get hit. But when you have that sort of trapped concentration, you really, really notice a difference. And it happened to be when I made this observation that I was like, hey, you know what? When I hear the doo doo doo, If I want it to specifically hit like one kid's bedroom on Monday and a different kid's bedroom on Tuesday and a different kid's bedroom on Wednesday and so on, I could force it to do a really concentrated vacuuming of each of the rooms in my entire upstairs as long as when I heard the doo-doo-doo, I reminded myself to go shut it in a room instead of giving it the sort of run amok chance of going all over the top floor. So anyway. That was a really long-winded explanation to say that sometimes if you're not feeling like you're seeing any change for all of your effort, concentrate where you're doing the effort and see the change then. Number seven, you have to remove your excess before you can make more progress. How this pertains to your robot vac is that the container where it collects everything it vacuums up will fill up. And once it's full, it actually doesn't suction anything else up into it. So you have to empty the bin, set it back again, and let it go and get busy sucking more stuff up. If you imagine how this works in your home, if you've gone to the effort to declutter and you drag it over to a spot in your room where you know you're going to take it the next time you leave, but you never ever take it, And then that space fills up and then a kid finds something you were going to get rid of and drags it back out or it gets in the way so you move it to a new spot. And the next thing you know, all of that effort went to nothing because you didn't get rid of the excess. You didn't take those donations or recyclables or trash or whatever all the way out of your house so that you would have room for more progress. This happens so often more than you know with my in-home clients, part of my package deal is that I drive away with all of your donations. I get them donated. I pick up your tax slip. I get it back to you. I make sure all of the trash and recyclables go all the way out to your bins before I walk out so that you can actually feel that progress. So if you are falling short of that last step and you're frustrated because things aren't changing, consider really paying attention to that, getting the excess all the way out of the house. All right, number eight, we all have our limits. So know when to get help or to do something differently. How this pertains to your robot vac is you will have spaces that that vac cannot get to. It's deep into the recesses of your kitchen table because it gets hung up on the chairs and it can't get in there. Or behind a potted plant that has dropped some dirt and leaves because the space is too narrow or 
up your stairs because it stops either at the top because it knows not to go down and fall, or obviously it can't climb them. So you need to go get extra help or extra resources or do it differently to get all of the dog hair off of the stairs. That is a regular battle. I am loving that I have these robot vacuums running, but my stairs stay full of dog hair unless I go about that part of my house differently. How that works when you're not talking robot vacs is you might be super gung-ho about doing laundry and folding laundry, but you're really lousy at bathrooms. Or you might absolutely despise doing dishes, but you're totally cool with the basic pickup. So figure out how to get the help. If that's a spouse, if that's the kids, if that's a cleaning service that you only hire to just do bathrooms, figure out how to get the help or to do the things differently that you need to when you're, you've reached your limit. And sometimes maybe you're only reaching that limit right before companies coming, let's say, and that's the three times a year you will actually pay for somebody to come in and help you clean. Think about not feeling like it's all up to you all the time. All right, number nine, take the time to recharge. This is one because we all know those little robot vacs will work their way back to the charging station when they've worn out. You also need to know when you've done all that you can do. This particularly will go into effect when you've had a really long, hard, hyper-focused day and you realize you haven't been eating, you haven't had enough water, you're exhausted, and you might be thrilled with your progress, but you're going to crash for three days straight if you don't go take care of yourself and get some chance to recharge. So try to do it on a more regular basis so that you have the energy to tackle things the next day. And that means getting your sleep and getting water and doing the things that serve your brain well so that you're ready for a new day. And this one, I played around with whether I was going to do it or not, but you know what, I'm just going to go for it. I don't know if any of you have ever seen the horror stories of people with robot vacs that have had a pet that has left a present behind and the robot vac runs into it and then proceeds for the next hour to drag that mess all over the floor. If you've never seen that, a quick Google will show you horrendous videos. And these vacuums are not cheap, so the effort to clean that up out of your vac whew, is in and of itself a feat. Then to also clean behind a trail that has haphazardly strewn across your whole floor is rough. And that is the one excuse that if you are like, I've thought about a robot back, but I am not going to touch that mess having any chance of happening. You have to know your pets and whether that possibility exists. Knock on wood, my pets have never had an accident in the house. so. I feel very confident that I can manage it until maybe one gets so old that I have to start paying attention to that again. So for right now, I feel really safe. Is it completely outside of the realm of possibility? A percentage exists, but I'm willing to take that risk for all the advantage I'm getting right now. But you know your pet. If you have to clean up accidents, not the time in your life to have a robot vac. <laughs> so how does this pertain to us? 
Well, my comment here is it teaches us that you need to avoid a crappy attitude. Because if you're not careful, you'll drag that around with you all day and it will affect everything else you do and make it worse. (laughs) So stay out of the crap and the crappy attitude. Figure out how to change the way you're feeling about things before you drag it with you all day long. And on that note, I'll leave you with, those were all my thoughts on Robot Vax. Feel free to reach out to me through any of my socials. I'm there on uh, Joy Loving Home on Instagram or email me joy at joy loving home and tell me if any of them pertain to you or if you have a robot vac and there's something I left out. I'd love to hear your thoughts. It would be fun for me. If you have some in with any of the robot vacuum companies <laughs> and you want to tag them in this podcast somehow, I would love to be sponsored. And I would be more than thrilled to add a code in the show notes. If somebody reaches out to me and says, hey, we'll give your listeners a code if they want to buy a robot vac, because there really are a lot of great benefits to it. So um, yeah, just shout out there to the robot vac people if you want to want to sponsor a podcast. (laughs) Until next time, continue to choose joy.